So next I am discussing honesty and candor. This can be found in rule 3.01 sub 4 and 3.02 sub 2 guideline 6 section 7 to 8 guideline 7 section 1 to 2. So as paralegals, we owe a duty of candor to our clients on matters relevant to the retainer. As paralegals, we are required to inform a client of information known to us that may affect the interest of the client in the matter, right? So let's say I am a practicing paralegal, right? And I have a client named John, then I have to ju- I have to inform John of information known to me that may affect the interest of John in the matter. A paralegal must honestly and candidly advise the client regarding the paralegal's permitted scope of practice and has a duty to decline any matter that is outside the paralegal's permitted scope of practice, right? So let's say John came to me, right? I have to tell, let's say John came to me, then I have to honestly and candidly advise John regarding my permitted scope of practice and I have a duty to decline any matter and I have a duty to decline any matter that is outside my paralegal scope of practice, right? I have to let John know if he does bring something to me and it's outside my practice, I have to let him know, sorry, I can't do it. It's outside my permitted scope of practice. Honesty and candor are essential if the client is to trust the paralegal's judgment and fully benefit from the professional relationship. So that is why honesty and candor is important when representing clients. Let me get some water. A paralegal must honestly and candidly advise the client regarding the law, the client's options, possible outcomes, and the risk of his or her matter so that the client is able to make informed decisions and give the paralegal appropriate instructions regarding the client's matter, right? So let's say I am practicing paralegal and I have a client, let's say John is my client, I have to honestly and candidly advise John regarding the law his options, possible outcomes, and the risk of his matter so that John is able to make informed decisions and give me the appropriate instructions regarding his matter. Fulfillment of this professional responsibility may require a difficult but necessary conversation with a client and or delivery of bad news. If that happens, it can be help it can be helpful for advice that is not well received by the client to be given or confirmed by the paralegal in writing, right? So that is an option. You know, if you think that the client is not going to is gonna react badly, then you can give the client information confirmed in writing. A paralegal should only provide a legal opinion to a client when it is the legal opinion that the paralegal holds, right? The paralegal's opinion should be based on sufficient knowledge of relevant facts, adequate consideration of the applicable law, and the paralegal's own experience and expertise, right? So let's say um, John came to me for my legal opinion and John is my client, right? So I have to advise John or give my legal opinion to John that should be based on sufficient knowledge of the relevant facts adequate consideration of the applicable law, and my own experience and expertise.
So my advice has to be also open and undisguised and clearly disclose what I honestly think about the merits and probable results of the client's matter. So as paralegals, we should also be wary of providing unreasonable or overconfident assurances to the client, right? Especially when the paralegal's employment or retainer may depend upon advising in a particular way, right? So for example, let's say I have a client named John, so I have to be careful that I'm not providing unreasonable or overconfident assurance to John, especially if my employment or retainer may depend upon giving advice in a particular way so that's it for this section um i will come back to discuss the next section in the next segment